I almost feel bad that I have these like weird computer reflexes now where uh, you know, you're using you're doing sort of your daily routine on the computer and without thinking you'll go to specific websites or open oh specific my gosh, programs. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's, I'll start it's typing almost the wrong thing. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty stupid. Like I I whenever I sit down in front of a keyboard uh, there's two websites that come out regardless of what I was really thinking about. It's either the forum or my work email. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those That's are the pretty similar ones. with me. So, how about them, uh, them games? I've been playing a game. Played a game all last night. Is it called Virtual it was... On? No, actually, I didn't really play that much Virtual On. Um, well, what the heck? It's cause... Pod- I don't want to talk about anything else. This podcast is over. It's a, it's a strange, it's a strange situation. Um, where to have the desire to play more virtual on, I need to get better at handling the Xbox controller <laughs> and to handle the Xbox controller better. I need to play more virtual on cause I was crapping it up when I was just playing against Dude, the computer. It's rough. The observations on the forum were all accurate in that most people are virtual on big fish in very small ponds. Yeah. So now that you're exposed to the broader world of Virtual On, I feel like the only people who bought Virtual On were the people that thought they were awesome at it, and now yeah. we're all realizing that we were never that good. <laughs> um, I mean, the the internet has a term for it. It's been used on this podcast. It's called the King of the Scrubs. Yeah, for real. In your small social circle, you were quite good at Virtual On, weren't you, internet? It's true. I was all like Jet Li at the end of the one. You were all my yeah. bitches. But that that guy was, I mean, sort he was of pretty good. He already got I locked he... up on Prison Planet, and there was another good Jet Li that everybody liked more anyway. <laughs> but he was you law. He was nobody's bitch. You were all his. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's when I signed on to Virtual On. It I did. Um, when I first started playing somebody, they picked Raiden, which is basically the Ken and Ryu pick for Virtual On. So yeah. congratulations, it's like the Shoto of Virtual. Well, I mean. I I'd say Raiden is a possibility. I'd say Temjin is pretty close up there. You're always hating on Temjin. Raiden has that sweet rocket attack, and his lasers are ridiculous. I'm not saying he's not super strong. I'm just saying that Temjin Temjin is like the poster character for the game. It's true. A lot of people picked up Temjin when they started that game. Myself, I, I'm an affarmed battler, man. You're, you're little the only cipher. one ever. <laughs> Viper 2. Yeah, I'm probably actually the only person that I ever played that character. That's why I can't find any facts for him online. Yeah, dude. Nobody's it's actually like played him. It's like, the, it's like, like those know. old maps of Africa. Like if you're looking at the fact page, there's like these dark outlines of a farmid. It's like undiscovered territory. Yeah. <laughs> dark <In> territory. Darkest <laughs> <afarmid. laughs> it's Yeah, it's the outline of him with the tonfas. Yeah, exactly. We we speculate that his melee attack is powerful but impractical as all melee attacks. And let me tell you, <laughs> the slightest amount of network lag causes you to miss those melees, which is yeah. the most frustrating experience in the world. I don't know. I mean, the Farmed Bee's melee attack was extremely generous. So That's if true. you're going to hit with anybody's over the internet, it's going to be his. Because He's- he would, like, run forward about a mile. Yeah. <laughs> and it had a pretty big range to it, too. And that was yeah. really his only benefit, aside from the ability to strip virtual armor, which, like, 
If you're playing in an MMO, he would be like a debuffer class. You'd be like, for real. thanks for stripping the virtual armor of Farmed B. Now get in the back before you yeah. die. Now wait until the next pull. Just, I don't know, regen your mana or something. Because uh, Grizzvok's just going to take it from here. Yeah. And he's <laughs> but like, in a solo CBM. fight, it's like, I took down your virtual armor, boy. And it's like, okay, but I just shot you because I, I have giant lasers that take off 40% of your life every time anyway. Regardless yeah. of virtual armor. And do you even have any attacks that are affected by virtual armor? <laughs> it's like, well, yes, but they're all incredibly garbage. <laughs> so if I remove the virtual armor first, then they're kind of okay. I'll just stick with the quadruple laser attack. Yeah. And now I'm going to blow all my armor off. Look, I got no virtual armor. I'm the fastest guy in the game. Sweet. Stupid Raiden. Yeah. For real stupid Raiden. One thing I didn't realize until playing online is that Raiden's laser actually has a delay in the contact. So it shoots across the screen and then hangs there. So you can dash into it after it's been fired. Yeah, I I don't know. That sounds right. It's been a while, but... I never realized that before. Or maybe I just, you know, was ne- it was never close enough that I would ever dash the opposite direction to try to avoid yeah. them. Yeah. But I was playing this guy, and it would seriously, I w- it would be like running into a wall. But it was the same wall, the big blue laser wall. Yeah, a big blue wall of death. Yeah, exactly. And I'm oh, playing Spesinef, well. and I'm realizing that the right cannon does jack and shit. <laughs> Have you, like, figured out all his dash moves and such? Because Oh, yeah, I know all of Spesinef's I recall that being pretty important. Oh, well, it's all about – what it's really about is you, you do the exact same thing you would do with Balbados, where you – his left trigger is kind of like a mine attack. So you yeah. drop two of those. You can't shoot any more lefts because they're all gone. And then you dash around him, staying focused with the right, and let him get hit by the mines, and then you try to tag him with the central weapon. Yeah. It I works pretty well. Besson, if decent enough. He's one of the faster characters, and I dig that. I don't really like the slow ones. What I really want to do with him, though, is, like, do his ultimate attack where he blows off all of his armor and you have 10 yeah. seconds to kill the, the guy. Countdown. <laughs> I just want to do that with 10 seconds left because waiting out the clock seems to be a disturbing trend in internet virtual on. Really? That's really lame. Yeah, it's super lame. Like, I've had a couple people that have fought that way where, you know, you're getting to a scrap. They're up by, you know, it's 40-30 and there's 10 seconds left. And then they very obviously just start to dash yeah. around and try to run out the clock. It's like, who I cares? Know. I don't really... Is, are there ranked matches? I assume there are, I guess. There are. They yeah, there's a ranking are. system. Um, yeah, then that's why they're doing it. Because they've got to preserve their ranking. Yeah, that's important. You should have a respect yeah. ranking. And On I should the, be the sole the 17 people that are playing this, this game. It's <laughs> yes. like, i got to maintain my ranking. I might fall out of the top 20. First, we need to have a top 20. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually bought. That would be an interesting, uh, how many people bought this game. That would be an interesting statistic to look up. Sega's a public company. You could pr- Those figures probably exist somewhere. I, I would be, I mean, maybe the blogosphere has already reported on it. It's like Virtual On sells way more than you thought. Yeah. Less 19? than everything else. Yeah. <laughs> 30, 37 so far, copies. Me, you, Spank Minister, Karaoke Ninja, and Dave Dave all have it. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. everyone who wanted it. 
Six. Six people. That's what That's we said last week. Up. They're like, yeah. We should form a league. <laughs> a tournament. We're, uh, we're actually going to need a couple more people for our tournament bracket. Otherwise, we're already in the semifinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Virtual On. Underappreciated. <laughs> I I got um, off Steam last night, Plants vs. Zombies, which is like... It's some tower defense game, sort of, from PopCap. It's not particularly complex or compelling, but well, it's neither only was 10 tower bucks. defense. Well, yeah, in general, like tower defense games are not known for their extreme strategery. Um, but I'm having fun with it. Like, they how much did that cost? I see. I saw a bunch of people playing it. Actually, is ten bucks, and the demo is you just get an hour of playtime with the game, with no restrictions beyond that. So. It's pretty risk-free. Interesting. Um, And it does very well with putting the carrot in front of you. Like, every level you get some new something. New seeds for plants you can make or new power-ups or whatever. Uh, So, So wait, 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 wait. You're the plants? Yeah. It's tower defense. The zombies are coming. What are you, zombie towers? (laughs) That would be awesome. Eating the encroaching plants? No. We need to weed this garden. You actually have lawnmowers, and they exist as your line of defense, your final line of defense. Lawnmowers? Yeah, seems kind it of doesn't, dangerous. Really, doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's like, um, but if, if the zombies get through all your plants, then the, la- the lawnmower kicks out and clears out a row. But then that is your own. Like, there's five rows, and if a zombie gets to the end of a row, you lose. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I, I don't know. There's nothing much to say about it beyond it's a tower defense game. But for 10 bucks, I played it a lot last night, and I would say that I got my value out of it, even if I didn't finish it. And it's pretty fun. And it's got, like, cute little graphics, and there's, like, silly zombies. There's, like, a football player zombie that's really adorable, and there's, like, a Zamboni zombie that lays down ice, and then a luge zombie team comes behind it and rides on the ice. And, really? uh there's like a, a Michael Jackson thriller zombie that summons other dancing zombies. <laughs> Sounds so interesting. It's, it's got a cute sense of humor. It's got like a cute art style. I've also been playing the new Chronicles of Riddick, which is not so much with the cute. I heard that that was not as good as the original one, but it came packaged with the original one. Yeah. So I, I played through the original one first, which I don't know. I, I remember it being better than it was. It was still okay. I think the best thing about Chronicles of Riddick, and I'm not sure if I've told this story on the podcast before, but you're going to have to sit through it if I have internet. So no fast forwarding. When I bought (coughs) Chronicles of Riddick, it was the same day as when I got a component cable set for my Xbox. Now, I plugged in those cables backwards. I put blue to red or red to blue or something. And the end result was all the colors were super washed. Like, you know in traffic, how there's like a yellow part of the movie and a blue part of the movie? Imagine that, except the whole thing was actually yellow. Like, (laughs) just different shades of yellow. So I'm playing the game with the component cables in the wrong slots that I did not know. Um, And I'm like, man, this game is really yellow. (laughs) And then eventually I get to a part where that takes place underground, and I'm like, man, 
this game is really brown <laughs> or blue or whatever it was. And so it's not until I loan it to Scabs that I see him playing it on his TV. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Red? There's red in this game? <laughs> and then I went home and checked my Xbox and I was like, huh, you don't say. Very I, interesting. I relayed this story to the one of the students at my work, and he was like blown away by it. He was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" He's like, "He's in college for game design or something." He's like, "I like, I want to write something about that. It's it's bizarre. It's so weird. Like the experience of playing a game, but the colors are all." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty interesting. It made Riddick a little more interesting." I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am an yeah. inspiration to the next generation. I am a genius, <laughs> accidental as it may be. <laughs> I believe there's a term for us. They, we they call us savants. They... Idiot savants. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, I generally agree with the Riddick gameplay. And I have some love for the story because I really liked Pitch Black. And Chronicle of, Rid- of Riddick, I think we can all agree, is unmitigated garbage. And introduce the word necromonger. <laughs> yeah, but it sucked. It was sucky Conan in space. Yeah, it wasn't that good. <laughs> that was the problem. I don't have a problem with it being like Conan. I have a problem with it being crappy. Uh, so anyway, but like... You know, they're doing this thing where they're trying to sort of give him like one-liners in the dialogue... But you get the sense that Riddick has a severe social disability <laughs> where he says things that just have no context in the he's conversation. Got, he's, he's Asperger's hero. Yeah, but like he's only – he's like saying these super badass lines that have like no relevance. Like I, I mean I don't – I should have written some crap down because there are some seriously dumb crap he says. But well, like – This was made by – like, you, Who made this game? Fi- Wasn't it all Europeans? Yeah, I think they're Swedish or something. The studio well, is Starbreeze. They're somewhere in Europe, yeah. Uh, they're, they're just not that tough. They don't know how to do it. Yeah, but it's not even like the lines aren't necessarily bad. It's like, but they belong in different conversations. Like the guy will be like, you, you'll help my buddy, right? And he'll be like, I said I'd help your buddy out. Yeah. But then I never really had a soul, did I? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> I don't understand what that has to do with anything, Riddick. And then he's already breaking your neck. He's like, sweet spot between the third and fourth vertebrae. Mm, Vin Diesel. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, It's okay. I think the new one has kind of a better atmosphere than the other one where it's like, I don't understand why Riddick and the bounty hunter work together so much at the end of the first game. It's like, you guys are supposed to hate each other. Maybe the bounty if like, the bounty hunter lets him out and captures him again, he gets the money. Yeah, maybe I, mean, really I, I guess it. maybe that's that's the plan. But the second one's cool. You're on this spaceship. Um, the chick from Battlestar Galactica, who is the admiral, is the captain of the spaceship. She's a hard ass. She was also the medical examiner on Homicide: Life on the Streets. Oh snap! Which is a pretty good show. Um, <laughs> and then so and there's this whole thing where they're turning people into these like weird cybernetic robot drones. Um, to use as slave labor. Well, slave labor with guns. But I don't really know why they need that much slave labor with guns. Maybe this will be revealed later in the game. But the gameplay Dave, is functionally the same. when can you have same. enough slave labor with guns? I mean, honestly. Yeah. 
I don't. Well, I mean, I guess the, I, they are completely brain dead because, in general situations, I think you do not, in fact, want your slave labor to have guns. Yeah, I think that no, usually works out pretty poorly. Well, it also makes me wonder if you have the ability to turn a brain dead human into a cyborg with guns. Do you not, in fact, have the ability to make a robot with guns that could just do the same thing? Yeah, <laughs> without the horrible dehumanization. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, look, I. I put this camcorder on a turret, and I plugged a computer into it, and now it's a robot. Now we have a robot guard. People, it's like, well, yeah, but where's the rape of the human psyche? And he's like, you got me. I was all gonna be like humanitarian. Yeah, what's it powered by? Electricity? Come on. Yeah, it's like we power ours with the shards <laughs> of a broken yeah. human soul. We've actually destroyed a baby skull. And fed it to it in a slurry. That's how it eats. That's its <laughs> nutrition source. That's how we charge the batteries with dead baby bodies. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did I sign up for? It's like, Riddish, Riddick, no wonder you're a serial killer. You live in the hardcorest universe in the world. Yeah, I don't even think that's really... Can you even qualify him as a serial killer? That sounds like yeah. a... He's like, actually pretty a, normal. You could have a, a Dr. They called Mrs. argument Riddick. there. From the like, elementary yeah, but- school, they were like, Ms- Mrs. Riddick, I don't want to alarm you, but your son has only killed seven people since entering kindergarten. <laughs> it's like, well, it's only been three hours since he started <laughs> kindergarten. And they're like, yeah, you know, some some kids just need a little more. You know, he's a slow learner, but we're confident that if we put him in the right programs, we'll pick it up. It's like, what's the program? That's- they just It's pit bulls mauling sheep. Like, yeah. <laughs> for hours while he's being beaten. Yes. It's just so like anyway. Soldier. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, in a perfect world, everything would be like Soldier. Everybody would communicate by slapping boots on beds. Which like, was, what do you uh, want? <laughs> surprisingly okay movie. Yeah, that was we did have okay Kurt movie. Russell catching a snake. What do you feel? Afraid. Yeah. No. So anyway, I heard we sung some karaoke. Oh, yeah, dude. Karaoke was fun. That's pretty fun. It's sort of weird. I can't really relate the story to you, can I? No, I was there. (laughs) You were there. Sung some songs. Sung some Africa. I just want to say that I'm so proud of myself with my friggin' genius Voltus V deciphering (laughs) technique. Did you ever what? figure out what the first characters were, or did you just scribble them down to sort of oh, well, okay, emulate so it? Here's what I did. It had the years in the book, so I said, "I know it comes out. I know it came out in the '70s." So I just started looking down the rows and reading everything that had a tag that said it was in the '70s. And then when I saw that it was in the '70s, I would look over and look for the the kanji for father, which I recognized. And about halfway through the book, I was like, here it is. And then I looked to like one column over, and it very clearly had like a Roman numeral V in it. And I was like, oh, I guess I could have just looked for that. <laughs> but then, <clears throat> so the issue for the internet, who clearly cares about this story, is that Voltus 5 is not under Voltus 5 in the Japanese karaoke book. And that is because it has a prefix 
attached to it, like many robot shows do, which ended up being like Super Machine or something. Ed Chavez told me. I don't really remember. But, um, I don't know. Karaoke, pretty fun, I hear. Pretty, yeah, dude. We stayed out extremely late, much later that than I thought we would have. Very late. <laughs> you That's got like up later early, than though. I, what do you I mean? was I, like, I, <laughs> we stayed out until like 3.30. I was dying. Actually, not really. Yeah. I, I did better than I thought I would. But if I did that every weekend, I would have been dying. I do crazy do that New every weekend. I you would cr- do that every weekend. I don't know. That is, that is one thing I will certainly call in New York's favor. Because the karaoke in Philadelphia, it was like, I, I was once so blind. I thought we had it so good. Because there is a functionally equivalent karaoke place. That is almost exactly the same as the one in Philly. And now looking back on it, I'm like, man, that place sucks. I yeah. used to think it was so good in the middle of North Philadelphia. It wasn't that Basically. bad. Come on. But the, these other ones are so much better. That's because we don't have the density of Asian populations. That is true. New York is like the perfect storms. You got Filipinos, Vietnamese. You got everybody. Yeah. You get and their I'm sure crazy we have those. food that I hate. Yeah, we have all those different ethnicities in Philadelphia, but not at the appropriate levels to produce yeah. awesome karaoke. Yeah. You're not at the uh, the event horizon. Yeah, See, that's exactly. not the right word, but I'm using it. <laughs> uh, I think the event horizon is the part of the black hole where stuff starts disappearing. Yeah, it's, when I would it's use it where to you describe, reach a singularity. Um, I, I would use it to describe the amount of, uh, I mean, I guess critical mass would be a more yes, appropriate term. This is true. The better metaphor. But whatever. Oh, I know. Crap that... ton of Asian peoples. <laughs> That's another word you could use. Me and Keith Allison sung St. Elmo's Fire, also known as Man in Motion. The funny thing about that, and I didn't even get to tell him before he died, was that uh, he's not dead. I was just, I was just joking. Um, <laughs> was that before he showed up, I was looking for it in the book, and I couldn't find it because I was like, is it under Saint? Is it Sometimes, under Dave. period? Is it under Sometimes man in motion? the karaoke chooses you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I saw it come up on the screen, and I was like, did I unconsciously input this because I wanted to put it in? And then he was like, ah, my song has come up. And I was like, nice, good choice. And he was like, you will join me, sir. I was like, <laughs> And he handed him the microphone, no? yeah. not unlike when a king he hands a sword to his fired it mind. out of a pistol at me. It's like, behold, my microphone cannon built just for this occasion. And I had to pull occasion. a Matrix dodge and glab it out of the air. Yes, that's exactly Thanks. how it happened, Internet. He's not lying. <laughs> yeah. All within the confines of a you 10 by there. 5 room. Yeah, it's pretty small. <laughs> but actually, I think that was one of the bigger eight people rooms. I thought we were going to be packed in there like sardines. I thought it was going to look like a bread line circa 1939. We're all just going to be sad and homeless and disheveled waiting for our turns to sing karaoke. But the turns never came, Joel. The turns never came. Curse the government. They promised us karaoke. How are we supposed to yeah. live without it? Oh, man. How am I going to live without singing Photograph? Which That, that is the first karaoke place I've ever seen that had Photograph. And that is not true. That can't be true. I think true. so. Yeah. Because I always look for it. And I always see Pour Some Sugar on Me, and I'm like, that is the inferior Def Leppard song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's the one uh, all the posers like. They're like, yeah, pour some real. sugar on me. That's a good song. I'm like, no, Photograph is a good song. Yeah, and then someone you... who actually likes Def Leppard is like, actually. And I'm like, whatever, poser. <laughs> <laughs> Just say Rock of Ages. Then you're then you're really into it. Bleepin', bloppin', bloopin', bleepin'. So anyway, you watch some 24. Oh, my 24 gosh. 24 happening. Some, this was like not the most a whole agonizing episode of 24 ever. There was some spoilers. Like, it was, it was Jonas so boring. Hodges blows up, but it was also incredibly discomforting. That whole well, thing with the Arab guy, the Imam. I was like, "Whoa, okay, I don't know. This is not cool." Well, it was like you know, Jack here. Jack is going to learn something about understanding, and then it gets flipped right on its head. When it's not Jack learning something about understanding and having his faith in humanity restored, it's that, you know, the white guys are framing the Muslim dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, 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 uh, so we discover that Tony's plot, or I guess the, the greater plot, was to frame some just normal Arab guy and to convince him to commit this terrorist act on the threat of killing his brother, uh, and then, so the, the the FBI knows that this terrorist attack is going to be committed by some Arab dude. However, they are working under the mistaken assumption that the bad guys in the United States are using a whole bunch of stupid Arabs who are like in a, in a sleeper cell to carry out their dirty work for them. When in fact, it's just some guy that's like going to work. He's like, all right. I work in a job that's so awful that I have to be awake at four in the morning. Yeah. I wonder how this day could get any better. Oh, wait, I'm being forced to be a terrorist so they don't kill my brother. I love it how this is where, like, the logic of they threaten to kill my brother breaks down. They're threatening to kill your brother. He's seen all of their faces. You need to convince him that you're a terrorist. It's like they're totally just going to kill your brother. Don't do anything they say. I mean, like, this is then, the thing that doesn't make any sense about these shows. It's, it's the exact same thing, like, when, like, there's a, there's a standoff with guns involved, and it's like, all right, put your gun down. Like, that's, like, the first thing they teach you in cop school is, like, don't put your gun down ever. Yeah. as soon as you put your gun down, you got no bargaining chips. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, what could they possibly do to you that is worse than what they are already going to do to you? Like exactly. you're already gonna die, and your brother, kill your brother is guaranteed gonna die. Like going yeah. along with them will not save your brother. It's like it's like oh all right you you have fun today, just uh don't worry about us. Don't worry about the fact that you know what we all look like. Well, what's and even more ridiculous is that they actually leave the brother alive. Criminal, <laughs> like. Like the Jack Bauer, after this all comes in, he comes in to interrogate the brother and break some fingers, and just happens to like a, like his signed picture of Tony Almeida falls out of his jacket pocket, <laughs> and the brother's like, "Hey, that was the guy." <laughs> like, come on! It's a picture of them at the company softball game. Yeah, <laughs> they're sipping Gatorade together. Oh man, yeah, I could not. Nothing really even makes sense anymore. The Olivia character is just totally retarded. She's like, yeah. "You, I want to hire somebody to kill Jonas Hodges, who is in FBI custody. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I ch- but I changed my mind. I realized I was actually a human being. Well, she didn't even change her mind. She never I had the, the guys. soul. Yeah. Which, it's, why does the guy even kill him if he didn't get the money? He didn't, obviously. She's just, re- she's being totally stupid. Oh, yeah. And by having I, a I conversation on the that. phone it was, about it, she's yeah. allowing herself to be set up for it. <laughs> the guy that she's talking to is like, all right, you need to not talk about this on the phone he's like but seriously i killed that guy and he's like we cannot be having this conversation jonas hodges age 65 social security number i'm faxing you a print of his fingerprints and dental records is the man i killed yeah i'm signing a sworn affidavit now taken in front of a notary that i killed jonas hodges there it's like gosh lady i don't even know why her friend just doesn't hang up on her yeah, like, I, would, yet. <laughs> I would not even pick up the phone at all. <laughs> that she starts texting him. <laughs> I killed Jonas. What do S-R-S-L-Y. I do? S R S L Y. Yeah, seriously. Nine one one. Yeah, I don't. I, I that conversation. I would, yeah, I would make call the police. I'd be like, me. some crazy lady keeps telling me she killed this person. <laughs> You can trust me. I'm homosexual. What's even what's stupid though is why doesn't she realize that she is not responsible for it? She never paid yeah. the people. From what I understand she... about mercenary killers, they yeah. require you know payment that guy up was front. Looking at his bank accounts or his bank account balance on like his BlackBerry, which doesn't even make any sense. That stuff takes like a couple days to go through. Yeah. It doesn't happen immediately. But like he, he wouldn't blow up the car if he was like. Yeah, I'll take it on faith. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this one. You know, I've got a good feeling yeah. about this client. Yeah, I've got a murder, good feeling about this president's daughter. <laughs> the murder for hire business is all about trust. How is this even a good plan? Like when you don't even she know knows, if it is a plan. Like, nobody knows. Nobody knows where this guy's going. That isn't pretty high up in the biz. And who really cares? There's a cadre. Of Illuminati billionaires that also want him dead. Yeah. What are you worried about? Yeah, just wait it out. <laughs> they are not going to solve that murder. Don't Chances do anything stupid. Are, like... <laughs> I like her excuse when she's like in the board meeting too, where the guy rushes in. And he's like, uh, "John Voight's dead." She's like, she like looks at her phone and then like oh, points at call. it, and she's like. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, and then she just like walks out. It's like, yeah, uh, that's that's exactly the sort of non-suspicious behavior that you should be practicing right now. You were in a it's meeting, like, ma'am, with ma'am, the president Jonas Hodges of the United was States. Like they just like the words barely got out of his mouth. He was he was like, "Motherfucker's dead." You were like, "I gotta go." <laughs> Oh, it turns out I may have been responsible for the death of a high-priority U.S. witness. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't John Voight, was that... it? Uh, no. <laughs> then they have that awkward scene with Mr. President's husband, like, oh, yeah. which makes no sense. Where, like, he got shot in the heart. <laughs> and now he's, not only is he out of the hospital, which is a pretty good deal for about 12 hours. Um, but he's like, he's sitting up in bed and his wife is feeding him juice. And like, he looks fine. Like he's wearing his president pajamas. He looks like he's got the flu. Yeah. 
Like you know, he's got like one of those old shot, school like hot water bottles on his head. Yeah, <laughs> the big thermometer coming out of his mouth. He's like, "Thanks for the juice, honey." He would be so high on painkillers, he wouldn't even know where he was. He it's like, even oh, know don't he had hug me too hard. It's like you can hug me harder. I won't break. Oh, I might. Hi yo. Oh wait. The bullet was lodged next to my heart. <laughs> you just shook it loose, and it's in my yeah. brain. Okay, now my heart just exploded. The left ventricle just collapsed, and now I'm dead. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, that's the second old man in a powerful position I've killed today. And they're like, "Who? what? <laughs> Who's uh-huh. the first? <laughs> she's like, uh, phone, phone call. I got to go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wish every... Every time something awkward happened, I just need to do that. Just pull out my phone and, like, tap it in front. Like, just point at it. Like, yeah. when I wrote down on Google Docs, I just wrote in all caps, excuse me, a uh, phone ring. <laughs> Come I don't on. I think she like, said anything. I, she may have said phone call, but it's all totally obscured by the, I don't even know what you want to call it, ridiculous weird gesture that she makes. Like, she, like, like these points ne- it at them so that they can see the number. It's like, look, yeah. it's... It's really – there's a number. It's really, really ringing. Yeah, I'm not making It's a real up. phone call. It's a real phone call from the guy that all I right, used as a go-between. All right, Olivia, whatever. Like, there are totally non-shady ways. Like, what does making that phone call even accomplish? She's like, I think we killed that guy. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, probably. That was the plan. <laughs> you can't say I think. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it doesn't. Oh, no, man. It was so weak. Well, she's just such an odd character. I feel like you're supposed to hate everything about her. Because not only yeah, is she well, conniving. I think that was the intent. Well, yeah, I mean, she's totally conniving, but then she's also weak and pathetic. It's like, yeah. come on. You're 24. Stop coming up with this. I don't even know. Like, I would call it a complicated character model if she didn't swing so drastically between the two extremes. Well, it doesn't make any sense that she's, like, this vicious cutthroat bitch. And then, like, uh, half the rest of the time, she's like, cry, baby. She's like, I, I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm losing myself. Well, that's why you hate her, you know? Not yeah. only... Also, she's annoying. Although, Tony Almeida is making a strong push for most hated person on this show. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, innocent Muslim, you're going <laughs> to yeah. die for no reason. And we're going to make America hate your people more than they already do, which is a number so substantial, you can't really record it. Yeah. It's like a lot. A lot, a lot. (laughs) I like when they go to the imam's house because, like, the guy's an illegal resident, and the only point of contact they have for him is his priest. So they go to the mosque, and they wake this guy up in the middle of the night, and... Renee like shows him the picture and she's like, Do you know this dude? And he's like, Well, I and Jackson's like, Look at the photo. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Is he? I mean, I know we say literally crazy a lot on this show in regards to Jack Bauer, but I think he might be going literally crazy right now. Well, isn't that supposed to be like the point of the drug? It's yeah, not only just like, like, not only does it make you tremor uncontrollably and eventually shut down your entire. Yeah, it also makes you psychotic, it makes you crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, so well, you will also die without any dignity. Yeah, who's the guy that genetically engineered that stuff? He's like, I put in a little kicker at the end. I like to call it the bow. They go nuts. 
And then they make their families remember them as this insane person. Well, remember them for the brief moment where they aren't eating their eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. I really, I mean, uh, but- the sh- payoff for the show better be Jack just rolling on Tony Almeida for like 15 they do, minutes. They should do a thing where they like, he grabs him at the top of the hill and then they like roll down the yeah, hill. They and they're like punching each other while they, they just keep rolling down the hill. <laughs> they do like a close up on their face. There's like sticks and rocks flying up around them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tony. It's like a really long hill. But they have a conversation the entire time where Tony explains why he done it. It's like, Jack, you don't understand. The government couldn't protect I, America. And I, I love really money. like money. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand, Jack. I like, I like really like money. Like I a mean, lot. Michelle was only there as a second source of income. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got married. My true I didn't love want was to money. Pay as much taxes as, as I was, I was yeah. paying a lot of taxes. Oh, man. He, he was thinking about having babies, sort of just cranking them out and then handing them off to people, but then still collecting yeah. the tax break. It's like Tony Almeida's got 40 babies. That's a $20,000 tax cut you owe me, U.S. government. <laughs> I love You're this tax You're to show credit. me those babies, Tony. Tony Almeida doesn't show nobody no babies. Not what? I'm Tony Almeida. That's it. I'm going to become part of an extensive terrorist plot to discredit the <laughs> yeah. government. Oh, this is all such a horrible mistake. Tony, if only you'd shown us the babies. I just don't understand. Seriously... The plan that these guys have put together is tawdry at best. Yeah, it's a it's a little frayed at the edges. Well, like, I mean, you'd have we're to pretty really sure this me. innocent, nonviolent man is gonna gonna do our stuff with the poison gas, right? They're like, yeah, probably. Well, it's not even the so poison we're gas like, thing. Hand him the poison gas, and then best case scenario is he just opens it up in the fucking truck we're sitting in and kills us all. <laughs> Tony like hands it to him. He's like, "All right, this. Oh, did you just turn that nozzle? Oh, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have time to does he tell the plan. He's like, "All right, what you're gonna do? Oh my god! <laughs> the, the the guy's just sitting there. He's like, he's got like that sort of semi pursed mouth. Like his mouth is open. He's like giving you the O look, but he doesn't. It's like, well, I I thought this was a soda. I was parched. Uh, I don't know. Your American sodas." They they are crazy. Mm, so good. They look and shaped all weird. <laughs> yeah, Tony doesn't even like it. Tony just hears it and he looks over and he's like pouring it into his mouth. He's like, did you did you seriously just drink all the bioagent? Because <laughs> now I mean we've got nothing. I mean you're gonna die for sure, but it's not contagious. I. I guess we gotta blow you up now. <laughs> yeah, a Muslim man was found. His body stuffed with explosives. It's a new wave of a terrorists. Muslim terrorist appears to have detonated a, bol- a yeah. bomb from inside his colon. Yeah, he swallowed three and a half pounds of C four. <laughs> it's the only way he could get him by sensors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> All right. Tony's, Tony's walking around right, with the sunglasses dead. on. But I think we can still figure this out. <laughs> he like walked into the airport with the guy over his shoulder with sunglasses and a Panama hat on. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's like, listen, everybody, I'm a fucking terrorist. <laughs> Drops yeah, the guys are the calling. Of the floor it's like, no, no, out. no, no. We can make this work. I've, I've got a plan. And it's like, Tony, you better not be watching Weekend at Bernie's again. We told you a thousand times <laughs> like, that is not a plan. He has to, he has to bring the guy in front Come of his on, it looks bosses like a good time. before they okay the plan. Yeah, we can have a party with Strings pina coladas tied at the to end. His arms. <laughs> it's like the the like Illuminati people are like. So do you really think we can pull this off? And he, like, grabs the guy by the back of the head and nods it up and down. <laughs> and then, like, this is where the, the comedy trailer comes in. Like, he drinks all of the nerve gas, and then, like, they do the record scratch. Like, <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> Tony Almeida just got it hot stuff. <laughs> Tony Almeida's having infected. a bad day. Bump, bump. It's like maybe he'll find out that things aren't as bad as they think. And then he gets like, he like stumbles down the stairs and like runs into the evil terrorist bitch. He's like, oh, I didn't expect to see you here. It's like, so with a little elbow grease and a whole lot of love. Yes, truly, that would have been way better than this episode, which included <laughs> that would Tony have been awesome. <laughs> blackmailing this guy. And then. He's like, I love it when he convinces his brother that he's a terrorist. He's like, no, seriously, I'm, yeah. I'm really a terrorist. He's like, I've known you your whole life. By the life. way, I'm a terrorist. He's like, seriously, you go to work, and then I see you for the other 18 hours of the day. You don't have any friends. You don't have a social life. You just sit on the computer and watch Dora the Explorer. Like, are you, are you kidding me? He's like, no, seriously. I'm like, boo, America. Yeah, for hate real. that place. He's like, they hand him like a little flag, a little Pakistani flag. He's like, yay, Pakistan. Place rocks. Nice. That's what I'm about. And the guy's like, seriously, what is this? Like, Aston Kutcher? Am I going to get punked? Is that what this is about? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm like a real terrorist. And they're like, oh my God. So they just shoot him. They're like, all right, now you're the terrorist. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. We should totally be writers for 24. Totally. I mean, it's been said before, but I think it's still true. So what's the story with this contest? Did you listen to the entries? No, not yet. I thought we were doing that next week. Oh, did we say that we were? All right. I believe well, so. Let's plan for the big reveal. On Wednesday of next week, which I guess means you still have a couple days to put in your entries, seeing as how this will come out on Sunday, Saturday, or whatever. So you got two or three days if you really want to stick it in under the wire. But there's some tough competition, so consider it. Yeah. There's also some not so tough competition. <laughs> I mean, I know we said you could do literally whatever you wanted. Some people <laughs> took that to heart. That's okay. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. Yeah. It's okay, though, guys. We appreciate it. A for effort. Yeah. So, whatever. Until next time.
Let's go.